Hey, all you ladies out there. This is Midnight Moods coming at you live. The Great Dive Podcast is hosted by your buddies, James and Brando. Welcome back. back. <laughs> Welcome back to the Great Time Podcast, everybody. We're uh, we're done going through Brando's old magazines. We're done. We didn't even start. I found For my the, skin divers, my box of skin we, oh, divers. Oh, did you? Yeah. Nice. We, 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 it was uh, up in there. We're after I was going to say, we're rash. done for last week, but yeah. we're coming back to them. Oh, we'll, there's, some, we'll, there's some good stuff I think there. we both have you know, a number of articles from the old days. And by the way, uh, we got feedback coming back saying that yeah, the they, article, they, yeah. the, that, that issue or that episode was appreciated. And, yeah, uh, walk down memory lane. And, yeah. yeah. And people dug the, dug the change, the change up a little bit mm-hmm. so that it's not the same old show over and over again, which is what we don't want to become. Yeah, we don't want to get into routine. No, we're going to keep it fresh. Keep you guys excited. You never know what's coming next. That's why I don't like to prepare for any shows. And I think... Uh, <laughs> I like to just come in cold. Jamesy's out there looking, reading, you know, reading through old magazines or reading through magazines, period, and trying to keep his finger on the pulse of uh, the dive community. Okay. Those days for me are kind of over. I'll just speak right for my, my three three large <laughs> coffee <laughs> heart. <laughs> three large coffee influence heart, which is probably like... Black, black yeah. heart. You've been drinking black coffee. Well, they I, have it, it is a black heart. I mean, people who know me know I'm heartless and really have no feelings. Except my wife, who's, my wife and daughter say I'm overly sensitive. Everyone else says I'm a heartless fuck. I mean... Bastard. Bastard. That's, <laughs> that's a better word. Yeah. <laughs> but this is uh, the week post-National Female Dive Day. Love it. Yeah, International Women's, Women's Dive, dive Day. Women's Dive Day. Yeah, I should say female. There's, no, there's more than one, two genders now. <laughs> International Women's Dive Day. Yes, we were going to do this episode last week, and then we got talking about those old magazines and decided to roll, yeah. roll with something fresh. I, I had a good time with it. Yeah, it was good. I've got a, I've got a little problem. Oh, here we go. Problem with, with our listeners. I'm a little bit, little bit upset. God damn it. Not one personal came in. Well, I don't think they... Uh, I mean, many of them I don't get it. Acronym. Well, no, that, they've been going SWF. on for years. Those, uh, cause yeah. In the back of... Back of the newspapers, back yeah. of the the local like music newspapers, mm-hmm. especially you would have. But that was in the nineties. Like the Metro Times. Those. That was the nineties, wasn't it? Yeah. Or was it eighties? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I think it was eighties into nineties. Okay. It was really popular. I was just ho- I was just hoping for a, a a couple funny personal ads. That's all. Yeah, the personal ad section was very small in the Underwater USA. It was. So, but it was still it was still there. That's all right. You gotta. You guys have another week to, to send us your best scuba diving personal ad. Or else. Or Come else. on now, guys. Or else. It. Yeah. We're or, out there. We're, we're working. Or else we're doing another clip show. <laughs> or else I'm going to read a chapter out of the Patty Open Water Manual next time. <laughs> Which one? Which one is it? Chapter four? Is that still the... And they, they call them chapters now. They got rid of modules. No, they're sections now. Oh, sections. Now they're sections. Oh, well. That changes the things completely. The industry's growing. The industry, the marketers are, are trying to figure out. We just changed the name. Well, okay. So, in celebration of International Women's Dive Day, you know, last year we went out on location, had some conversations with some ladies about diving, about their history of diving. And hello, ladies. That was you, That wasn't me. When you say we, you meant you. Hello, ladies. You you ladies diving? Come here often. (laughs) How much oxygen can those tanks hold? You got some mighty fine oxygen tanks, lady. Okay, so last year, I believe this was last year, uh, Diver Magazine came out with a sexy 
pink, neon, hot pink cover in volume 40, issue number seven, with a cover story by Jill Heinerth, Sexism, Alive and Well in Scuba Diving. And uh, there's a leggy lady on the front cover with a hot neon pink aluminum 80 scuba tank between her legs. <laughs> and, when you, and then when you open up to the actual article itself, you get another view of that long, tall, hot pink aluminum 80 <laughs> lusciously placed next to these long naked nude legs nice with these spiky black stripper high heel shoes lustfully rubbing her legs together (laughs) is this a playboy or is this a diver magazine in your mind it's a playboy it just looks like a diver magazine to me but i don't know james you got something on your mind um, maybe i'm viewing this (laughs) article in the wrong way you sexist pig you know you really can't win with women because if we're if we're not men acting like men they hate us. If we are men acting like men, they hate us. You just, uh, I don't know. Can we keep them it's happy? A, it's a tough one nowadays. The funny thing is, you don't see us complaining. But you don't see us complaining if we're looked at as meat. That's all we are. We're a hunk piece of meat. Don't they call us beefcake? I mean, a man, you know, a good-looking well, man is beefcake. You right? used to be a beefcake. Not, well, I'm not talking about me. Not, I, I, no, not I'm not uh, injecting my own personal no, not self you personally. Into this. I yeah. mean, yeah. Are we not beefcake men, anymore? Men used to be called beefcake. But oh, now, well, now we're a little feminist. It's, it's a little... We've been feminized a we've bit. We've been feminized. Well, I think the the feminist type man is is put out there now more. But I think there's plenty of us that are still just regular old guys that are just like, fucking yeah, pass my beer. What, you know, what do you need fixed? And I'm going to go hang out and, you know, make jokes. Isn't that what we do? That's, that's like a perfect man. <laughs> well, well, that's what, you know, to guys, we're like, yeah, give me, let's go have a beer and, and make jokes. That's what guys do. That is what we do. And we're smart. I mean, and, and then, that, that was, and we're smart too. I don't know. We kind of are the whole package. You, you know what you're getting. Well, yeah. You know what you, you know, what, we're the, what we are. You know, we are what we are. It's hard being a man. Well, it's hard being a man around women. <laughs> it's easy being a man. We are just what we are. It's very easy. All right. Let's get back on it. So this up. is a sexy article. It's a sexy picture. Well, what, what's the article about there, Jamesy? What's going on? That it, I don't know. Are the women up in arms this, about that picture? We're going to do this. We're going to do this Quentin Tarantino style. Okay. So we're going to go to the end. <laughs> All right. We're going to hit the comments. And re- read some comments. I like and that. And then we're going to go back and look at the article. Okay. Good. And the, the, the first comment that I'm picking is rightfully so because it comes to us by somebody named James. <laughs> not James E. Not James. Just James. Oh, okay. James writes, excellent piece. I'm not sure if he was talking about the ass on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> See how I, I love See, being a man. He can't that's even. A fun, that's he a funny joke. Yes. Excellent piece. Excellent piece. I am currently a dive master candidate. Our instructor is a woman, and three of the seven candidates are women. They are all badasses, and the men in our class treat them as completely co-equal partners, and the women treat us the same. I was definitely a little worried that there would be some bullshit due to particularly to the young age of two of our classmates, but nope. Everyone is respectful, and more importantly, everyone can see that we all have things to learn from each other all the time. All that said, I have noticed many of the phenomena described by you and the various interviewees in your piece, especially while assisting open water classes. I suspect that there may be a generational issue to all of this. In my still very limited experience, younger divers seem to be much more egalitarian and respectful than some of the more old school guys. With any luck, as the proportion of enlightened, for lack of a better term, divers and instructors increases, we'll see not just a shift for the better, but an explicit rejection of the anarchistic views and behaviors described in your piece. Thanks, Jill. Anarchistic. Anarchy. I don't think, um, hmm. I, w- I wouldn't call it anarchy. Well, he said anarchistic views. <laughs> as an anarchist, I take offense to the <laughs> I fact know, that, I'm that like, he misdescribed anarchy. I'm uh I'm in the anarchist crowd for sure. Cool. I think people would say that about me because I'm not a fan. I don't take orders well. No, I don't get along well with people. <laughs> Are you a person? I probably don't like you. Um, but huh? So I'm I 
Do you think this is a young kid or? It sounds know? like he's a younger guy. Yeah. He's probably in his uh, and early he's basically 20s saying we're respectful of all the women, and those old guys, they are not. Here's what I'll say to him: Wait till you're old before you judge. True. That and, but but I will I will say that um, how a lot of the older instructors dealt with women in class. Oh yeah, yeah, is way different than it yeah. is now. Yeah, and women, I, I'll I can say flat out, women were very much sexualized in the open water classes growing up. Well, like, on the other side of that too is like I remember when I became the new young twenty early twenty year old yeah. instructor. And then, you know, the, a couple of the girls got thrown into the late 50s, out of shape, old guys class. And they're looking like, hey, wh- wh- why aren't we in his class? <laughs> oh. So there's a balance to it there somewhere there that, you know, that. And that's all is, my point is ever. Yeah. yeah. Is that we're just human beings. We're all just human beings. And to deny that, I think, is denying a lot. Uh, and, and like I say, there is the other end of the spectrum where it becomes insulting, yeah. right? It, yes. And if that's all you see, the per- that's all you see the person as. Well, that's where the problem is because every human's a lot more than just... Can't we all get along? Can't we all get along? Exactly. We're not... We men are not pieces of meat. I've been, I've been sexualized in my lifetime. I went back for more. I, I was going to say, I, I'm like, I wish I could be sexualized more often. <laughs> But, no, seriously, I think, you know, I don't think we want to make too much light out of it. So Jill starts off the article saying, Pioneering scuba diver Marjorie Bank never made it to my age. She died prematurely, the result of a massive heart attack. As a younger diver, I was inspired by her career and charisma. After seeing a dozen of her talks, I finally summoned the confidence to ask her for advice. She pulled me close and pinned a button on my shirt. Looking me in the eye, she said, Be confident in your dreams and know that you can do anything you want in the diving industry. I was overwhelmed by this, and with a smile on my face, I thanked her, noticing that the button she'd pinned on me read, No Bimbos. So Marjorie let the world know that she was sick and tired of trade show babes and lycra using sexuality to sell the sport of scuba diving. She was exhausted from being marginalized as a large woman in a man's world. She wanted women of adventure and achievement to be recognized on their merit, not their appearance. She was calling out the diving industry on sexism. Hmm. Now, in the, in the 80s and 90s, you're darn right. I mean, women were in every scuba company catalog in the, the lycra skins, the neon pinks, the neon yellows. Because it's sold. Because it sold, exactly. And it still sells. And and it will always sell. And that's my point. It wasn't just scuba. It was in every industry. Because that's what people were... It's in freaking makeup industry where you're selling to your own gender. Beautiful women sell things. So, you know, I'd love to get out there and and wave the flag that they have a valid point. But beautiful women sell things. Beauty sells. You should be patting yourself on the back for having... I mean, beauty is one of your powers. So I can see Marjorie's point yeah. from her perspective, talking to the young girl. Yeah, she's Jill. not pretty, and she thinks she's not being taken seriously because she's not pretty like the girls in the magazine. Well, everybody wants the—I think everybody wanted the attention of the pretty girl in the magazine. At well, the, of course at, they do, and they the always Dima, will. Well, so yeah. like at the Dima trade show, yeah, right. everyone's coming around. They want to talk to the bimbo in the lycra skin who's probably not even a diver rather than Marjorie yeah. who's a well-accomplished diver because she's not— right. Well, I bet if they wanted to talk diving, they'd go talk to Marjorie. Bingo. Stop criticizing us for being men. That's what we are. That's why this human race is freaking here. If we left yeah. it up to Marjorie, yeah. well, we'd being, be extinct. So she's so Marjorie is judging the men for being men, yes, not for being interested in talking about diving. Right. But she's using the avenue of talking yes. about diving, but that's not even what's going through the guy's mind. No. He just wants a picture with the girl in the G-string in the Let, bikini top maybe, maybe holding we, a pair of neon pink fins. <laughs> maybe we should should wake up the, the general public because I don't know if they know this. 99.9% of our day in our mind, there's some sex thing going on. That's what we're programmed for. We are programmed for Do you think it's it. that low? Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, I, I'm talking about a 50 year old man. Huh? Yeah, when I was when I was in my mid 20s, it was it was 125 percent easily. Well, I think you said it well. Is if they really wanted to talk about diving, they would have been talking to Marjorie. Exactly, and I don't think you know most men. I know there are men. You're always going to have a male. I, 
love to get rid of them. But it's just one end of the spectrum, you know. You're always going to have that. And you're going to have it in females who look at men. I mean, the man-hating groups are, are huge out there. They're going to look at us as... as Yes, that is all we are is just we just want sexual women. We are nothing else. We don't have any respect for them. If you're a human being, you know, the humanity comes through and, and human beings respect each other for hum- being human beings. But you can't deny we've got gender. We've got hormones. We've got glands that produce these well, attractive hormones. Where Jill's going, she says, this is not about bashing men. It's about celebrating women and offering a possible template to a more gender inclusive future in our industry. Okay. Yeah. Words. Word. Words. Yeah. No, those are just words to me. I'm I'm listening for how she's going to celebrate the women. Okay. Without so, being sexist. So she talks a little bit, you know, because she is, you know, fulfilling a job. So she talks about what sexism is in the first place. It goes through some of the political change in America through the 60s and 70s. And the term was, you know, first coined and credited to Pauline Leet in the 60s comparing sexism to racism. Carol and Bird wrote in 1968 that sexism is judging people by their sex when sex doesn't matter. Okay, great. So here's the thing. Here's what sexism is. There's two sides of it. There's two ends of it. It's just like racism. It's it's preferential treatment based on sex, correct? Is that what preferential or well, negative treatment? Based on sex instead of merit. Right, right. Exactly. Based on sex instead of merit. So you get something because of your sex or you don't get something because of your sex. If it's because of your sex, that's sexism. They're complaining about the women who get a job because they're sexy. The the people waving the flags are only w- waving it on one side. They don't look at the whole picture. Okay, so let's see uh, let's see how you react to this statement. <laughs> how I react. I I'm making this this job very hard. I'm going to try I'm going to try to keep my opinion to myself, James. Um, a dive professional recounted to me that she once told, this is uh, Jill speaking, a dive professional recounted to me that she once told that she had received a gear sponsorship simply because she, quote unquote, had a vagina. Yes. Um, Jen, Jen Hudak, one of the greatest female half-pipe skiers of all time, was rankled when she, on the eve of the Sochi Olympics, chose to print an article featuring the 10 most attractive, competitive woman skiers. And then, quote, just being a good athlete isn't enough anymore. In order to be successful as a female athlete, you have to be strong and beautiful. You definitely see objectification of women in the action sports industry throughout marketing and advertising. Well, Mm -hmm. I think anytime you put marketing and advertising in anything, you're going to have to have an aesthetic to the the ad. You need somebody, and it works in men, too. They don't want an ugly man on the cover of, you know. Yeah. The magazine. Not nearly as much, and I would give them that. That's for sure. But it does. It works both ways. It works for everybody. We're all just, again, I, I keep wanting to wave a human flag instead of all this, you know, race and sex crap. It would be nice. But uh, I kind of, now that you're reading this article, I'm I'm kind of liking where she's going. At least she's examining both sides of this. Not just everything being withheld from you, but also th- you're getting things based on your sexuality or right. your sex, sex, your gender, whatever, and, and your beauty. And people want to make that like um, it's a detriment or they want to – I'm trying to figure it out. Hey, if you're beautiful – and everybody is in, in their own way. And, you know, it sounds corny, but if you get to know people and they're just themselves and they, they do something, there's a beauty in it. Even if they, you know, are like me, you know, deformed. My wife says there's beauty in me, so she must have <laughs> saw something, seen something. So anyway, we're talking past tense. Yeah, here. I know. She must have seen something at one time. It's gone now. I'm an old, <laughs> just a decrepit shell of a human being that I once was. So she moves on to talking about how change is slow in scuba diving. The good news is that women are slowly breaking down the doors to fully participate in action sports. They are challenging the masculine tradition and demanding equal treatment and equal opportunity. Our diving culture emerged from and was heavily influenced by the male-dominated military. We speak nostalgically of Lloyd Bridges, Navy Frogman, and Captain Jacques Cousteau, but rarely mention Zale Perry, the heroine of Sea Hunt fame, and one of the first women to engage in technical diving. Unless, of course, you're the Great Dive Podcast. Thank you very much. That's Boom. where I was going. Right, and yeah. uh, we got a little bit of heat when we were doing the, the Deep Air yeah, special. Because about, we, we cracked oh, yeah. some fun jokes about Zale, but 
She's beautiful, uh, and that was the, one of the woman. reasons she was focused on. She's yeah. beautiful. And we brought her in because she is often missed, yes. but we are cutting ground in this world for equality of all humanity. Breaking ground. We are, we are, we are breaking ground, ground in this podcast breakers, yes. for equality of all humanity. We're cutting water, James. Yeah, I like to think we're, we're pretty... Uh, progressively minded in that that department and i'm not a fan of the that uh term progressive but uh but progressively minded yeah definitely I like to put the show in that Heck direction yeah. hey again i go back to human beings human being i look at people as human beings doesn't mean i'm not a man and don't look at a gorgeous woman and go she's beautiful so old jill made a cardinal mistake uh-oh hindsight i'm sure she would agree with me yeah but she mentions that she was trying to gather some opinion in the community about this hot topic issue of sexes. So to get a good quality, well-rounded answer, she went to the internet diving forums. Oh, wow. And put a post up, sexism, on a couple of different platforms and tried to uh, you know, get a feel. And she recounts one of the messages that she got back. So what she said on this thread was, a major diving publication has asked me to write an article on sexism and diving. I'm curious how that makes people feel. Do we still have an issue with sexism in our industry? Are you sick of hearing women complain about unequal treatment? Are you tired of men saying there is no problem? Are there some reasonable suggestions to help women feel validated and men feel informed? And then she goes on to say how yeah. big of an issue it was because it had like an explosion. I like the way she worded that. Yeah, I yeah. think it's really, yeah. really well worded. It covers both sides. It's like, hey, I know it's a touchy subject for some. Yeah, and, and some women feel bad. Yeah, yeah, some women have been... Mm-hmm. You know, on the the suffering end of it, and yeah, some women and I have been on the benefit yeah. end of it. Mm-hmm. Some guys, you know, have uh, been the bad guys, and some guys have been like you and I, like, hey, I never, <laughs> I'm not an asshole. I know, I but we are we are still viewed as you know. He's but everybody, a, sure, yeah, but exactly. everybody gets roped into their yes. gender category, and it's hard to work your way out of it. Again, that's that is my whole point. Everybody, everybody gets generalized and judged every day. So one of the responses came from a male diver who accused her of being full of herself because she had mentioned her, you know, her manyest accolades and credentials. Right. He says, I don't want to be insulting, but once again, I think there is an agenda here. That's what George Bush is talking about. I'm going to go for a George Bush, but we're not going to say it's George Bush. We'll just see how it comes out. Hear me now. Listen to me later. I don't want to be insulting, but once again, hey W, that is a that's W right there, perfect. I think there is an agenda here. There are others on scuba board. I am not one of them who have similar CVs and credentials and are a lot more modest about it. It plays straight into an allergy I have. I used to work in a consultancy where every single employee thought they were a thought leader, which just meant that they were a bunch of people running around, acting all opinionated and full of themselves without really adding anything of value to important debates. Now, I agree with this guy a lot, not on his opinion of Jill, because I think Jill's, I don't think she presented herself in that question in, in any way improperly. But I do agree with this guy. There's a lot of people <laughs> that feel they are they are something special when they're just giving their opinions, which uh, aren't any different than any other opinions. You could find a dime a dozen. So this hit her so hard because, mm-hmm. you know, she didn't really go out, mention all of her credentials. He went back. He did. He yeah. went back and yeah. found the credentials about her, mm-hmm. like, who, who is this chick right Yeah, this so post, this guy's reading a lot of his own... So he goes to her website inner, and checks it yeah. out and, like, sees what's going on and yeah. all of it, and, and comes in... Yeah, he's showing a lot of his own inner demons with this, with this statement, which, you know, that's what people do. That doesn't mean he's wrong about where he works, but I do think he's completely in the wrong about his judgment of Jill. Yeah. Especially considering he responded to her inquiry... That was on a thread in the women's only section of <laughs> classic. <laughs> so uh, another reader saw that too. She mentions and commented, I've noticed over my years on SB that if you want to be sure of a male perspective, post it in the women's forum. <laughs> she's glad. What she's a, damn right. What a we, ain't, we ain't dummies. What, what a jackass. <laughs> what a jack. Well, but we ain't dummies. We do. 
you know, and, and you can look at mo- the male population in general. We are the ones out there, you know, that are would read a ladies' magazine to try to figure out what the heck is going on up there in that brain. Because we're we're always, I mean, we're enticed by them. We're we're, uh, I mean, it's like our whole focus in life. Don't I mean, I mean yeah, we do want to make achievements and stuff, but overall, it's women. I mean, that's that occupies our mind. In my humble opinion, I know it occupies mine with my particular women in my life. And mainly my wife, but I still don't know what the fuck's going on up in that head. But that's probably part of the attraction, too. I'm keeping that in. <laughs> you can keep it in. I don't care. She knows. I tell her all the time. I guess the other side of that, too, is you don't want to figure it out. If yeah, you yeah, do, yeah. you know, you've got the game figured out. She moves on talking about there's more opportunities to show off. Other participants felt that sexism and diving is nothing more than a microcosm of what we experience in society more widely. Agreed. She talks about a um, paddy course director, an active technical diver, saying, sure, sexism is there, but I'm not sure it's special to diving environment. That is, I don't think the non-sexist person suddenly changes stripes when they put on a wetsuit or vice versa. Um, she later talks about a noted physician and very active diver took it one step further saying, I think it takes two to be sexist. First, you have to have the man with the attitude and then you have to have the woman with the chip on her shoulder. I have never carried that chip and it takes fairly egregious behavior to register as sexist to me. Bravo. I like that. And I'd agree uh, 99% with that. And then another male poster from the cave diving community said that it seems to me that at least in cave diving, we criticize folks, men and women, using the same criteria. Are you a clean diver? Slow. Complain a lot. Whine. To be completely honest, I've seen more men throw emotional fits than women. Oh, I'd agree. I'd agree. I think women mentally are more patient. And I mean, their their attitude, mentally stronger. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in that respect, for sure. I, would, I wouldn't call it stronger, but I think they're more patient. I don't like to put that as a strength or weakness kind of thing. It's just a characteristic. Men are much criti- they're very critical on themselves, and they're used to being able to do certain things, you know, first try or second try, and when they've got to work on it. Oh, yeah. You know, I just it, look it, at my it, own it boys. It really chops them down. I look at my own boys, and that's one of the hardest things that I've had to teach them is that, you know, nothing good comes easy, nothing rewarding comes easy work at it and learn to perfect it you know that's all the all the zen and the buddhist stuff that i like to put in their heads it's all about the rewards of attempting perfection at anything so you have to get rid of that male and i know it's not just male but it's predominantly male this when you can't do something you get frustrated and you know throw something or hit something or whatever you know and that's where you see yeah. men in cave diving too. Right, right. Except and, for and me and you. having the ability to stay calm <laughs> yeah. and work through it exactly. and improve yourself internally as well mm-hmm. as externally mm-hmm. is really what we need to be able to do. And you can say that about, I mean, really about both genders. In the educational setting, many anecdotes revolved around first contact within the sport of scuba diving, the open water diver class. Experiences were wide-ranging for observers, practitioners of discrimination, and victims. From a private message, a male reader who had experienced reverse discrimination wrote, No such thing. I, I have observed clear sexism. The females are always walked gingerly through lessons while it appears that the instructors assume the males just get it right away. On boat trips, everyone is careful to watch over the female divers, often going out of their way to extend some courtesy to help the poor female with the big heavy equipment or the slippery deck. When boys with less strength are not helped and sometimes even teased or chastised when they struggled. Yeah, I wouldn't call it reverse. It's just discrimination. It's just sexism. A busy Florida dive shop instructor and captain wanted to point out challenges he faced trying to teach a mixed gender class. I routinely had more men than women in my open water certification classes. The men always wanted to assist the female students in the class in any way possible. This would be especially bad when couples took the class together. On numerous occasions, I had to prevent doting husbands or possible suitors from setting up dive equipment for the female students in the class. Some of the women in my class would take advantage of this and have nearly everything done by the male student of her choosing. Obviously, this was stopped so that everyone met the performance requirements of the course. It made for some awkward conversations. Well, what do you think about that, Jamesy? Do you set up for your wife? Sometimes. I do, for my yeah, wife. Yeah. I mean, my yeah. wife doesn't like dive I, nearly I, I as almost, much as I yours. I almost but... always hook her BCD up yeah. for her, just because she just doesn't have the, you know... Go ahead, say it. No, I, I, I'm <laughs> I got gotcha. I'm going to do this right. <laughs> 
She just doesn't have the body strength. <laughs> my wife. She's a girl. My, my wife's a girl. <laughs> what do you? What can I say? What can I say? Of course, I said that for her. I carry it for her too. I, I always let her do it, but you know what she does? She she goes, looks at me. Yeah. I'm like, yes, honey, I'll do that. Hook it up. Then sexism she, then she at does, the TGDP. She does her. She does her regs. That's reverse sexism. <laughs> Cuff me. Cuff me. <laughs> Coffee. We're staying again. We, we're staying in the same room. I I go I go back to sexism happens on both genders. The writer saw a different dynamic at the leadership levels of training. Dive master and instructor level training was a whole other ball game. The roles were somehow reversed from the get go. It seemed that the ladies had something to prove by the time they got to the professional level and would train intensely. I never encountered the "Oh, I'm just a helpless woman. Please do everything for me" mm-hmm. attitude at these levels. I've never seen it in, in cave diving women. Women who cave dive, I shouldn't say cave dive. Women who cave dive, I've always seen them, you know, go out of the way to haul their own tanks and everything. So sure, and now is that yeah. is that because there's already yes. a level of commitment to the diver at that point? But I, I also think it's a social stigma in their mind that they're trying to overcome, and I say bravo to them for that. Uh, I mean, they well, know that people will they probably had it happen to them people offer to carry their stuff for them because they think that they can't handle it themselves you know so they go the opposite way and they're like overly like don't you know i got this i'll i'll carry it yeah blah 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 so you know and again that's just a social stigma i guess you'd call it it's just a social creation that's what we've got so women coming into the open water program yeah Right, you're just trying to especially for the 80s and 90s and into the early 2000s. The numbers were grossly in favor of men versus women taking the class. So the women that were coming in, I think, were doted upon because the industry wanted to keep them, wanted to keep them happy, wanted them to stay spending money, wanted them to be active. I'd also go. So there were so many dive shop instructors and shop uh, owners that were trying to make it as easy as possible to bring wives and bring girlfriends and to a certain extent. I think that's part of it. But then, as as those women became certified and took some continuing education, got some experience, and then went to the route of, hey, I can be a technical diver too. Hey, Mm -hmm. I can be a cave diver too. I can be an instructor and and teach this too. Yeah, they they built their own confidence. And didn't have to worry about that doting aspect anymore. I'd agree. I'd agree. Uh, the other thing, I don't know if this is sexist or not, but you, you mentioned that the scuba, the activity, the, the community itself was made up mostly of men. And mostly men were coming into it. But there were women coming into it. But a lot of them were coming into it in order to meet men. It's just like men would do. Oh, yeah, for okay? sure, for sure. We would go and do a feminine or a female-dominated activity for the sole purpose to meet women. To, I mean, again, I I go back a, to where humans, that's what we do. I knew a guy who was, uh, he owned a hair salon. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, and yeah. The, 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 how he owned a hair salon was he had gotten out of the military yeah. and uh, was standing at like a bus stop one day, sees this hot chick... Uh-huh. Get on a bus. So he gets on the bus, follows around to the bus. He's got nothing going on. This that is day. what men do. Bus go, <laughs> the bus goes to, you know, stops in front of the beauty, yeah. uh, the beauty it's college. All women in there. He, he walks into the beauty college. He's all chicks. He goes, he goes like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm signing up for beauty college. <laughs> I look around. This is where I want to be. Becomes a, becomes a hairdresser. Later opens up his own salon and has yes. a, a very lucrative business for for Dude, decades. It's funny you mention that because so when I went to commercial dive school, I stayed in a in a home in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, and the owner of the home didn't live there. He lived in Atlantic City on his yacht deal. Anyway, the son lived at the home, and the son was a hairstylist. I thought he was a barber. He was a young guy. He was like in his mid twenties, like model, good looking guy. He did hair for a living. He had women. Oh, over. for sure, for sure. I knew and that's I, why I, he did. He because I was like. He, why didn't she go into diving oh, man, or anything no, like no, that? I, I knew a couple of he guys goes, that were, were hairdressers. This is, this is what it's all good-looking about. Good-looking dudes man. in their like late twenties working at these hair salons, mm-hmm. and just women would just throw themselves, yeah, at them. So those guys ain't no dummies. And do we look at it like they're, <laughs> they're sexism? I don't. I don't know. I don't. That's we're just guys. She continues. The men in the class always hated to be outperformed by the female students, and they were intensely aware of it when it occurred. 
Sometimes it would motivate the male students to do a bit better. Other times I had to put an end to sexist remarks. And that's just, that's just people getting chippy and, and pissed off. It's humans. Yeah. All of this is humans, but yeah, it, that doesn't erase the fact that there is sexism. I mean, yeah, I mean if you're if you're working if you're working hard to achieve something and somebody outperforms you, you're going to get a little chippy. Hurt, yeah. Get a little chippy. <laughs> That's you know, life. I don't care if you're a man or a woman. Yeah, you're going to get bummed out about get. it. And yes. You're going to have a son of a bitch. Yeah. And they're going to look at a reason, a difference to attribute it to. Yeah. And it's, it's, Boom. rarely is, is the guy or girl going to say it's because I didn't work hard enough. Right. Exactly. And that's just human. That's just human frailty. That's just the way we are. It's psychology. Okay. So she, she moves on to start talking about being um, all dressed up and ready to go. We talk a little bit about some of those sexy scantily clad ads throughout the past history and scuba and just other activities as well often uh you know trying to sell a car with a sexy babe laying seductively across the hood in a little wetsuit and fins and she says there's a certain amount of conspicuous sexuality in scuba simply based on the equipment and clothing that we wear the promotional material for the hollywood hit the deep released in 1977, featured the female star Jacqueline Bisset in a wet t-shirt and scuba diving marketers seized on her seductiveness. And the scuba industry boomed. Boomed, yeah. So that was bad? Is that what she's trying to say? No, no, no. I know, I'm kidding. She mentions that sex sells, mid-century print advertising, loved diving, and scantily clad female models. Another writer was far more upset, she mentions, and says, why would anyone buy a piece of dive gear just because there's a half-naked girl in an ad staring at you like she's just had a lobotomy, which I guess is supposed to be the sexy seduction look. This has never made any sense to me. Well, they obviously don't understand marketing. It's not about like this person is representing this the piece of equipment that they're selling. The whole thing is that you remember the ad. And what are you going to remember? I will remember a beautiful lady for the most part. That's remarkable. It's remember. It's yeah, about it's, memory. It's, it's memory. It's exactly. The same I reason remember. you have all these dumbass signs that I got to look at of politicians. Nobody knows what the politicians stand for. As a matter of fact, no one has enough time in their life to learn all of the issues and what these people stand for. Nobody does because there's 10 million of them. All they care about and all these politicians care about is that you see their name and you, the bigger it is and the more signs they have, the more likely you're going to remember it on voting day and you're going to mark their name. You have no idea what they stand for. Correct. Same thing with the market. I mean, the marketing that's, here. That's a, you know, you, when you sit so there and you have a... that person's just a dumbass. <laughs> when you sit there and have the conversation of what's a good ad... And what's a bad ad? Well, memory. Memory. What do you remember when you when you sit and have the conversation. All the ones that you mention that are good, and all the ones that you mention that are bad, those are all good because you remember <laughs> you them. Still remember them. The you bad dumbasses. the bad ones are the ones that you can't recall. Exactly, James. Exactly. It's the same reason they put those stupid jingles in that everyone knows they annoy you, but you can't get them out of your head. And that's what they want. Another reader offered the wisdom that market research drives advertising. We might be getting exactly what we're asking for. I'm fairly accustomed. Ding, 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 ding. Finally. I'm fairly accustomed to running with the guys. Pinups don't bother me. The restaurant Hooters doesn't bother me. Is this Jill talking? No, another reader. I like that reader. Sounds like my wife. Attractive cells, whether it's attractive women, cars, men, or puppies. It's just a fact of life in advertising. That said, the most attractive people, male or female, are those who smile from the inside, are kind, are self-confident, and aren't afraid of soap. That Did I write that? Because <laughs> that sounds like something I, I, sounds I've like said. Something. But, yeah, now I'm she reminded goes, Now, she does go into talking for a while about... Equipment in scuba diving, you know, and for the longest time, you know, women just didn't have gear available to them. You know, it was uh, the same old BCD that a man wore, just it came in small and it came in pink. So that's what the ladies got. And then uh, slowly we started to realize that, you know, women's bodies were differently made and differently evolved. And we did need to create some women specific equipment to give better safety, better fit. That's only what drove that, though, James, he was... More women coming into it. Yeah, so it's marketing. The mon- it's yeah, about the money's there. where's the money at? It has nothing to do with, well, I guess ultimately and indirectly it does have to do with, uh, I guess, the... Fortunately, the, the availability and selection of dive gear made expressly for women is on the rise. Dive shops that cater to women with gear made especially for them will be rewarded with customer loyalty. Those that don't will simply not get their business. And that's just obvious, you know, as It's common to, sense. It's, it's sociology, psychology, 
marketing, all that. But that goes, I mean, that goes right into play for dive shops not wanting to carry technical equipment, you know, back in the, the 90s and early yeah. 2000s. And, you know, dive shops not wanting to, you know, cater to different environments around the world. I mean, well, if, if the community wants it and you want to stay in business, you're not going to have a choice. Right. It, again, yeah. So the, ultimately, the consumer drives the market. So the consumer gets what the consumer wants, ultimately. And if we want sexism, if we want sex, if that's what's going to make us buy stuff, trust me, the marketers do not care about all this we want equal rights crap. They don't care. They just want your they money. They want your money. That's it. It's about a wallet, you dumbasses. <laughs> if you can't figure that out, you, you're going to have a terrible rest of your life. Well, I that's think what there's a about. lot of young people that don't have that figured out. That's why they're easily manipulated into the sexism crap. And I'm not trying to say that this stuff doesn't exist. It does. But but the the degree that which is being shoved down our throat in the media, it's not, it's not real. It's not reality. At the dive site, both men and women related stories of how women are prejudged to be diving novices regardless of their certification or skill level. I don't know about that, but could be. I'm, I'm sure it happens all the time. Yeah, it's Men do, too. I mean, you right. get, I could walk in and be prejudged till I throw out my 100 C cards on their bitch asses. <laughs> <laughs> till I've got my patch jacket on. <laughs> <laughs> That's why patch jackets need to come back. Patch they jackets need and patch blouses. Patch jackets and a patch skirt. <laughs> We're coming out with a great dive podcast, Patch Skirts. Exactly. And Patch Slacks. Patch Bikinis. Email us today if you want your own you want your very own Great Dive Podcast Patch Bikini. Okay, so um strategies. She 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 offers some strategies for women trying to find gender neutral diving context. There are some strategies that we offered. Women frequently seek out advice on women friendly operations and dive boats. Most women who described discriminatory dive operations said they would never return to that business. They were unforgiving of this type of behavior. And that's just the market, mm-hmm. you know, bringing to light issues. And when it's grossly sexist, yes, of course, bring yeah. it up and mention it because there's, I mean, I wouldn't want to put up with that if I right. was a woman. Right. And I wouldn't, course, I'd, and, I wouldn't want the, it if I was a man. Yeah. I wouldn't and your want it on my bill wife, is ultimately my what's kids, speak. my daughters, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and your yeah. dollar bill is going to speak. Yes, you vote with your dollar. Your dollar does speak ultimately. But she mentions that still others pursue a strategy that's quite the opposite. Wearing gear that highlights their femininity, such as pink or stylish equipment. They proudly display themselves as feminine, strong, and capable women. A good example is a social group called Scuba Diver Girls. These active and experienced divers flat out reject the notion that women are less capable and instead emphasize their experiences in diving. In doing so, they help change the image of women in diving. There you go. How to how to really make a change is embrace who you are. Yeah, I'm a and, woman. And put I, it out there and, like and still do pink. the same thing. Yeah, and I can and, still dive. And I can still dive. Right. There's nothing wrong with it. There absolutely, there's nothing wrong. It's, in with fact, it. As a matter it's of wonderful. Fact, it's great to see. You will get men waving your flag if you just embrace who you are and do what you say you're going to do. You know, and I think. Works the other way too, you know. Maybe women will wave our flag if we just be men, do what we do. She quotes a male diver paramedic: "My cave diving retired detective wife used to tell new female police officers, it's not about your gender, it's about your ability to do your job. There are people who will try to crap on you for being a woman in a man's job, but if you're easily upset or offended, perhaps this isn't the right career for you. Just do your job, stand up for yourself, keep your sense of humor." And don't sweat the small stuff. Most of the sexist stuff is just boys' lame attempts to be funny. The problem is not women in a man's job. It's boys in a grown-up's job. 30-plus-year-olds whose level of maturity is stuck somewhere around middle school. Maybe. And also, I think there's a little bit of that weight has to go on the woman's interpretation of things that are said or done. If you've got the chip on your shoulder, everything a guy says is a sexist remark. Absolutely. Every single thing. You know, again, I got to go to the... That doesn't mean there aren't sexists out there. So she says, to this end, our community can embrace some simple social manners. Try to view all your fellow divers without prejudging their capabilities. Quite simply, don't make assumptions. Don't conclude that women are tagalongs. Err on the side of positivity. There you go. I like the I like the message. I do too. Yeah. And and I think it's not just for women. It's for everybody. It's a, it's it's folks going diving. People yeah. going diving, mm-hmm. having a good time. It's not, you know, a, a woman on a guy's boat. 
or a guy and a, a guy on a woman's boat. boat. It's it's we're going diving. We're having. Although a, I'd we're... like to be on her boat. <laughs> 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 Sorry. See, we are we are ultimately wait, all wait, just wait. boys. <laughs> wait, I think that goes back to <laughs> thirty year old. That was a thirty plus year old whose level of maturity <laughs> is stuck somewhere around middle school. You know, the funny thing is, that's what you. That's what the girls find attractive about us too. We can't win. You can't win because so, it's what they hate about us, yeah, and it's and what, it's they, what find they love the, about the funniest us. Yeah, about us. Yeah. Yes, because those jokes really get them when they need it. And they, they laugh and they, <laughs> you they have appreciate to laugh them. too. Because we're laughing because we don't take it seriously. We we you know. Well, I think that's one of the big misconceptions. Is yes, that the majority of shit that comes out of our mouths we it's take serious. serious. No, no, <laughs> it's just another piece of shit comment. It's that's life, just, we don't even and we're laughing at it. You have to. Yes, we're just laughing at life. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Assume all divers are capable, equal members of the dive team until personal observation tells you otherwise. Avoid offensive comments and sexual remarks about your fellow divers. Whether you could have made an off-color remark in person or on social media, remember that we live in an increasingly public world. Anything you say will likely come back to you at some time in life. And can mm-hmm. I just say, how about just stay yeah. off stay off of social media <laughs> commenting because that is just well commenting uh, like that, that is a, a toilet yeah. bowl. It can it can get really bad. You know, social media does does have its place. I, I mean, it does bring us closer. It does put a give us a chuckle here and there, and it does uh, enlighten people too. But uh, you can also damage yourself and, and hurt other people. So, yeah, quickly. Yeah, you just got to be wise about the way you use it. But she mentions above all, don't be afraid to call out bad behavior. And if something's improper, I think yeah. hey. I think like yeah. even you and I, as much as we crack these little funny little jokes, yeah. if there was a woman on our boat no, that uh, somebody said something on the boat and and offended them, and they mentioned to us, you and I yeah. would be the first one to to stand up for the female's perspective. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. You, and I think a lot of guys would be that. We're not unusual. I think, I don't the think majority we're of men out there are, you know, take people as they are. So she closes out by saying, the button that Marjorie Bank pinned on my shirt has long been discarded, but her legacy remains. Let's celebrate the individuals in our community for excellence. Let's enjoy travel and underwater experiences in a way that lifts all participants. If we wanted to be highly competitive, we would have picked another sport. This is a sport where an adventure shared can create a lifelong bond, regardless of age or gender. Right? I mean, that's the I mean, that's the beauty of, of diving is is you can get on a boat with somebody in their sixties, somebody in their twenties, and then us middle aged bastards. <laughs> and Why we, do you include me all, in your age? And we can all group. we can all get in and have better. a great enjoyable time afterwards talking about the dive. Yeah. So she finishes by saying. We are all fortunate to venture where few women and men have ever been. Bravo, let's Jill. celebrate mm-hmm. being divers. Nice, Jill. That is that is a, a really good article, James. Good catch on that one. Cause, well, because yeah, when you first go day. into it, you well, see the when cover. You see, yeah. You, 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 you're, you're, setting, like, you're setting up for the yeah, worst yeah. when you grab the... And then you start flipping through it and you go... Uh, this is a 15-page article. Holy, <laughs> boy, she's really going to lambaste us here. Yeah. But no, it was uh, it was really well done. I thought she did yeah. a great job uh, really uh, taking a decades-long look mm-hmm. at it. You know, it's not just yeah. grouped into, you know, this five years. And it's not just men bashing women thing. Everybody's got to take a little... If, if there is sexism and there is racism and there is ageism and all those other isms, everybody's to blame. Everybody. Even the people being oppressed have a certain level of blame because you know society. Ultimately, we can change the world despite yeah, our behavior and, and our It's going to be all of us that gets us out of that. Thank you. By yeah. just so getting the chip mm-hmm. off your shoulder and taking people as people, taking people as people. Excellent. Yeah. And if you really want to talk about some sexism, oh, we're going to do it next week. <laughs> I got. Uh oh. Oh, Shuggy. Oh yeah, Katie. I got. Yeah, that's a good one. So if you do want to talk about sexism, tune in next week when we're going to get low. We'll bring out the real, low down, the real dirty. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna dig up one of the most controversial articles ever written in the scuba industry in the history of mankind. Definitely in scuba, ever to be published in a scuba. Get a cover shot in scuba diving. I think it fits perfectly, and it's a good one to come off of this. This if uh, you like our lowbrow jokes. 
You're you going you're, you're to have, have a great time next week. And who doesn't like our lowbrow jokes? <laughs> if uh, if you're offended by our lowbrow jokes, you're going to you love should, it. You should tune in because we're actually going to be serious as well. Yeah, for a change. But we're going to have a damn good time. So, hey, Patreon supporters, really appreciate you guys. Uh, you know, another month is, is coming up here, so we're going to see a little... Thank you. Something from you guys, and we really, really appreciate everyone who's uh, donating there. Those of you who um, James, are- I also should interrupt you and say we are working on something special for our Patreon supporters. Just to keep uh, keep throwing that out there and dangling a carrot for them. Yes, but, yes. But it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be special. It's, it's be just huge. That's the problem. Huge. That's why we're slow to it. It's a busy time, and at least half of we our want you to really, really be thankful. Life. For yeah. Those of you who are not Patreon supporters but still want to help out, maybe you're afraid of commitment. Are you afraid of commitment? <laughs> are you are you afraid of commitment? Because if you're afraid of commitment, we now have a donate page on our website. Yes. So you could just click the donate page. You can make a one-time donation. It's an open-ended relationship. Yeah, it's uh, good times for you, good times for me. We're, we're easy. We're, good. we're not. <laughs> Judgment-free zone. Exactly. Groovy. So on that note... Um, Let's sign these logbooks yes. and uh, call it a yeah, dive. Yeah, this is a good dive. This it's was really a really good dive. dive. This, this turned out to yeah. be a lot of fun. Glad there were ladies on the boat. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let's sign these let's logbooks. Sign these logbooks. Get well soon. Love, Sammy. See, no bimbos. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, no bimbos. All right, take care, guys. Safe diving. Oh, I've already no. went through a large oh, no. Dunkin' Donuts and a Grande Vent, uh, Grande Chai at Starbucks because I've been going since for a long time. Here, I'm going to want you to read a couple passages out of my <laughs> Manual of Zen Buddhism. I know. By T. I got to keep my uh, <laughs> got to keep my mind centered and calm. The ability to stay calm when uh, hyped up on the bean is uh, that's a challenge. It's a challenge. <laughs>